Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Jamie Dimon receives criticism from Bitcoiners, Binance to delist Chinese Yuan and Chinese traders, and the U.S. makes big steps in the mining market. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Wednesday, October 13th, 2021, and I got a reply about what a lord is yesterday. Thank you very much to who sent that let's see here let me open up my twitter came to twitter dms thank you very much to james james for sending that over so here is how you become a lord most have served a political party as a minister or a valued advisor there are also inherited peerages but these are much more rare these days as a lord you are a peer of the realm and entitled to sit on the house of lords and influence the lawmaking process most are life peerages, which cannot be passed on. A lordship is a higher rank than a knighthood. Well, there you have it. I mean, peer of the realm? House of lords? How cool is that? Well, now we know how to become a lord. But we don't know those crypto prices. So let's get to it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 11.09 Eastern Standard Time. I wasn't even lollygagging today by buying NFTs. I just had so... There's a lot of news today, by the way. There's a lot of news. So let's get into those crypto prices and coin of the day. Bitcoin is sitting at $55,666, down 2.1% in 24. Ethereum, $3,420, down 3.2%. Binance Coin is up 5% at $450. Cardano is down 2% at $2.10. And Tether's in the number 5 spot. Rounding off the top 10. XRP. Solana, Polkadot, USDC, and Dogecoin. Total market cap, we're at $2.25 trillion of BTC dominance of 45.6% and an F dominance of 17.9. Now, coin of the day. And our coin of the day today is our first top 50 spot. I think it's the first top 50. It's Polygon, ticker Matic. Price today is $1.21. It's up 0.3% in 24 hours. Market cap, $8.1 billion. Fully diluted market cap, 12.1. That means 67% of the Matic is in circulation. What is the all-time high for Matic? Well, that is $2.68 set on May 18th, 2021, five months ago. It's down 55% from that, but it is up from its all-time low two years ago, 39,700%. Not bad. Not bad. So where can you buy Polygon? Well, everywhere. You can buy it anywhere. Is it liquidity? Yeah, it's ranked number 22. You're going to be fine buying this and selling this all day long. So let's just go over to the website to see what they do. Polygon is a protocol and a framework for building and connecting Ethereum-compatible blockchain networks, aggregating scalable solutions on Ethereum, supporting a multi-chain Ethereum ecosystem. Built by developers for developers. 
It is able to fully benefit the Ethereum network effects. It is inherently more secure and it's more open and powerful. So they also talk about challenges and solutions. Here's some challenges that they highlight. Ethereum is a blockchain development platform of choice, but it has limitations. Low throughput, meaning it's slow. Poor UX and high gas prices and no sovereignty. Shared throughput, clogging risk, tech stack, not customizable, governance, dependence. What are their solutions? One-click deployment of preset blockchain networks, a growing set of modules for developing custom networks, interoperability protocol for exchanging arbitrary messages with Ethereum and other blockchain networks, modular optional security as a service, and adapter modules for enabling interoperability for existing blockchain networks. Well, that's Polygon, ticker Matic. By the way, the ticker is Matic because they were formerly known as Matic, but they rebranded to Polygon, and it's number 22 on CoinMarketCap. And like I said, we have lots of headlines today, so let's get into it. As you guys recall, yesterday, Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JP Morgan, said Bitcoin is worthless. And I bet you didn't see this coming. Bitcoiners, they be mad. Michael Saylor, the CEO of MicroStrategy and big Bitcoin hodler and buyer and proponent and advocator, said this in a tweet. The critical question faced by bankers and investors worldwide is, do you understand Bitcoin? Like Novogratz of Galaxy Digital says, so strange. For a man who's done a brilliant job running a giant bank, his answers around Bitcoin are sophomoric, and he keeps doubling down on them. I pray I stay open-minded my whole life. I don't know if Jamie Dimon just really hates Bitcoin, or he just knows that if he trolls the Bitcoin space that he's going to get a lot of attention. Needless to say, he got a lot of attention. Hackers, they will face new criminal offenses and tougher penalties for ransomware attacks according to The Australian. And this is, obviously in Oz. The news follows an operation for the Australian Federal Police to curb a record increase in ransomware attacks in 2020, which reportedly cost the Australian economy about 1.4 billion Australian dollars or a billion US dollars. Karen Andrews, the Home Affairs Minister, said this, ransomware gangs have attacked businesses, individuals, and critical infrastructure right across the country. Stealing and holding private and personal information for ransomware costs victims time and money, interrupting lives and the operations of small businesses. She continued to say, Our tough new laws will be targeted on this online criminality and hit cyber crooks where it hurts most, their bank balances. There's a rumor of executive order, by the way, from the Biden administration set to direct research into cryptocurrency to make sure that they have the tools to crack down if needed or if they want to. Intel, the chip processor, Intel, has revealed that its forthcoming line of graphics cards will not include software or hardware restrictions on cryptocurrency mining. The VP and GM of Client Graphic Products and Solutions, Roger Chandler, said this, We are not designing this project or building any features at this point that specifically target miners. As far as actions were taken to avoid or locking them out, it's a product that will be in the market and people can be able to buy it. As you guys remember in the past, NVIDIA has attempted to restrict crypto mining by introducing hash rate limiters that throttle the ability of the cards to be used in mining. Which, here goes to my opinion, why the hell would you do that? It's like you're a GPU maker, you make GPUs. Okay, so even if your target audience or your target customer is maybe gamers or, or developers or designers or people who create, um, your job is to sell GPUs. So if your product is being used in a way you don't want it to, but it's still flying off the shelves, why, why, why would you care? It's kind of like if, it's kind of like if farmers started buying Coca-Cola to feed their cows, 
And so everybody's sold out of Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola gets mad. It's like, stop buying so much of my product because this is for people, not cows. <laughs> like you like, who cares? You're selling Coca-Cola. You should be happy. I mean, I'm upset that I can't get my Coca-Cola, but I mean, you're, you should just shut up. You're, you should be happy, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Email me, Matthew and at Decrypt.co. Tell me if that was a stupid analogy and I'm wrong or tell me I'm right so I can read that in air tomorrow. In response to regulatory requirements from the local government, meaning China in this case, Binance would delist Chinese yuan trading for customers on December 31st of 2021. Binance also said that exchanges plan to revise its current customer base to ensure that none of them are based out of mainland China. And I know you heard on the show, you heard me say it, you heard other people say it, the government can't stop Bitcoin. It doesn't matter. They can't stop it. You hold your private keys, you can send your Bitcoin, you can put it in your ledger wallet, get on a plane, you're in America, next you know you have millions of dollars of Bitcoin. Nobody can stop it moving around the world. Remember that. But governments can make it a huge pain in the ass to buy, sell, and trade Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Also, remember that. That's why we need pro-Bitcoin, pro-cryptocurrency advocates in D.C. and in governments around the world. Mark this as a U.S. come up. The United States now holds a share of 35.4% of the market following the mass exodus of miners out of China. So basically, Bitcoin miners moved out of China and they moved to the U.S. And now the U.S. has 35.4% of the market. How much do they have in April of 2021? Only 16.8%, meaning we doubled our hash rate. We got to come up. Where else is feeling some gains? Kazakhstan, well, they now have 18.1%. Russia has 11%. Other countries to mention, Canada with 9.5%, Ireland, 4.7%, Malaysia, 4.6%, Germany, 4.5%, and Iran at 3.1% of the hash rate. The IMF warns that stablecoins can pose a contagion risk to the global financial system. Their biggest concern is, how are stablecoins backed? Is there the operations in place to ensure that they are backed properly? And what are they backed by? which should be allowed to back a stablecoin, and so on and so forth. My opinion is that if you are a stablecoin, you should be backed by a dollar. One dollar. Or if you're a British pound stablecoin, it should be a pound. If you're a Chinese yuan, it's Chinese yuan. If it's a euro, it's a euro. If it's a if it's the yuan, it's a yuan. If it's a dong, it's a dong. You get my point here. However, that might not be the total case for all these stablecoins. So the question is, what if we have this mass adoption of stablecoins, USDC, BUSD, USDT, we find out that they're backed by shit. If you remember Margot Robbie singing in the bathtub in the big short telling you exactly how these so-called AAA mortgages were backed by so-called great loans and great investments, but they're actually backed by shit. What if it's the same thing with the stablecoins and they're backed by shit and then they fall? What would that do if there is mass adoption? Well, well, I think it's a very good point to make. What are stablecoins backed by? And are we having the correct operations and regulations in place to make sure that they're backed by what they say they should be backed by? You guys remember Stripe, right? Stripe, they call themselves the payment infrastructure for the internet. A lot of companies use it. You use your Stripe. They, it's a plug and play sort of solution so you can take payments very easily for your platform. Remember back in the day when they were one of the first big payment companies or the biggest payment company? Well, actually the only relevant one to take cryptocurrencies and start accepting cryptocurrencies? You remember when they dropped it in 2018? Well, I think we should learn a lesson from that. They're trying to get back in the game. Stripe has announced that they're hiring engineers to make sure that they can accept cryptocurrencies again. Remember, you can walk away from Bitcoin, close your portfolio, turn off the news, but if you sell, you're probably gonna regret it. You're gonna wanna go back in. So, oh, this is not financial advice. 
I'm just saying, we might be able to learn something from Stripe. This is going to turn into more of a rant than news, but bear with me. Actress Reese Witherspoon is dipping her toes into the crypto world, and she started purchasing Ethereum. Why did she purchase Ethereum? So she could buy her first NFT. She tweeted, I just bought my first NFTs. I'm learning so much. I would love to know about amazing women creating NFTs. Talk to me, hashtag crypto Twitter. Well, as we all know, Snoop Dogg is an NFT collector. He has a portfolio of around $17 million worth of NFTs, as you know, you just do. Just have $17 million hanging around in digital art. Actually, this is becoming more and more common. I know a lot of people with a crap ton of money in NFTs. Congrats to all of you. I was so skeptical uh, back in the day. I remember, I, quick story. I, dig, I dig, digress a little bit. But quick story. Back in like, oh man, I want to say it was January or February. One of my good friends gave me a call and said, you know, man, hey, how you doing? You know, I, I might get into NFTs. I think I'm going to go really hard into it. I think it's the future, man. I really think it's the future. And I go, bro, bro, come on. Are you serious? Dude, make sure you don't, just don't waste all your money on it. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 doing really, 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 really well. He's, yeah, Matthew Matthew Deemer can be wrong, but I, I'm happy that I can admit that, and I can talk to a lot of people to make sure that I get as much information as I possibly can, so I don't totally miss the boat, or I just stay ignorant and stay in the dark through this whole emerging tech. Anyway, Snoop Dogg chimed in and pointed her in the right direction. But now here comes my my uh, my rant about this whole thing: is when there's money in a space, watch celebrities start to pile in. And here's my little peeve about this. It's like sometimes you have this, and podcasting is a perfect example. You have this media, this platform where everybody laughs at you. They don't take you seriously. You have these, you know, I guess self-proclaimed podcasters in air quotes on their laptops. They don't even buy mics. They go around. They try to make these shows. They talk to their friends. They publish it. And, you know, they just have a good time talking to people they know. And they blow up and become big. Next thing you know, everybody has a podcast every network has a podcast every company has a podcast every celebrity decides that they have to have a podcast next thing you know this whole industry is saturated with big names big budgets and you cannot actually breathe as a you know somebody who doesn't have a big name somebody that you know used to be able to go on to say uh, a podcast and just start making a name for himself because it was just for the people to the people by the people then podcasts just turn into totally saturated with the big media companies and big names and big stars and you know it's just like what happened and nfts is kind of the same thing i see it's like oh now all these big companies and big names and it's good for people who are hodling but now you want to be somebody who comes into the space it's almost daunting it's gonna be taken over and i don't know i just i just feel that it's like you know you just see this i don't know just money making money sort of thing and i just like when it's the average person finds something makes money off of it and everybody you know gets to lift up and then you have this a piling of you know big money stars and companies come in i don't know i just it, it, it irks me a little bit reese witherspoon why you here but okay i'm happy welcome i'm feeling you welcome to the nft game snoop you always welcome bro crypto exchange binance has launched a 1 billion dollar growth fund to spur the adoption of blockchain technology as well as to support the binance smart chain blockchain itself Gwendolyn Regina, investment director for the Binance Smart Chain Accelerator Fund, reportedly said in a statement, With the billion-dollar initiative, our focus will be to widen to build in our cross-chain, multi-chain infrastructures integrated with different types of blockchain. Approximately half of this fund is going to go to blockchain services as well as more niche areas in the crypto world as gaming and virtual reality. $300 million is going to go to builder programs, and $100 million is going to go to talent development and liquidity incentives. 
And finally, the pylon continues in NFTs as Coinbase is going to make a NFT marketplace and a social feed coming this year. But we had FTX start to launch it. We have Coinbase start to launch it. We have Solana NFTs and SoulSea competing with OpenSea. And everybody is modeling their marketplace after OpenSea because it is so successful. And, well, there you have it. Coinbase NFT will be a peer-to-peer marketplace built on an enabling creativity with an intuitive design built on top of a decentralized marketplace, said the company in a blog post. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.